the fuck up. No, because I got arthritis, cancer, and delivered two stillborns through Messenger and Facebook. Today's episode of Magic Moments is brought to you by Sports Drink, your digital water cooler. Sports Drink is a newly created internet community that tries to find an intersection of sports and not sports. They're here to help us grow and to hate your favorite team. A rising tide lifts all boats, so go check them out online or on social. Go to sportsdrink.org or open Instagram and type in at sportsdrink, spelled like sports drink without the vowels. All we ask is that you close the door behind you. We're trying to not let the funk out. Why don't folks name that boy that African name? No one from Cleveland. 4.24 a.m., but the studio don't close, man. Plus, it's a new game now. We ain't passing blunts no more. Jason, ain't no pass to take your left hand side, your right hand side, no hand side. You keep your blunt. You pass a blunt now, somebody likely to cuss you out. Coronavirus. Smoke by yourself. Little blunts. Smoke by yourself. Hear me. What's up, everybody? We're back with another Meldrick Moment Extendo Edition podcast. This is episode number 159. I'm still your host, Yusuf Ali, still coming to you live. Kind of live. Live like. I'm alive, you alive, we alive, having a good time. Uh, and we are back this week in TV Table Studios in beautiful Eagle Rock, California. Another pillowcase production. I guess you can call this a regular episode. Um, the, the the vacations are over for now. There won't be another holiday until Labor Day, I believe. So we're chilling till then. But um, had the Vegas trip, our first Vegas trip, and a lot of news. And I'm excited to tell y'all about this Vegas trip. So I'm gonna cut this ado down short. This is almost like a a part three. Um, yeah, this is definitely connected to the last two episodes. Let's call it uh, Matrimonial Trilogy. Let's get right on into it. Early one morning, while you were asleep, I received a letter. And it was no address Can I get my little dollar back? So I paid it no mind. back. I went and smoked some crack. But something inside of me said open it. Using crack and cocaine to get high. That's what you say you love. But it's really insane. You could die. What are you thinking of? 
promos. We are back in this bitch. And I've been excited to tell y'all about this since I got back. I could not wait to. Um, I was excited to record today. Uh, more excited than usual. You know, I mean, I guess you're always excited when you go on a vacation. I don't care if it is only 24 hours or whatever the fuck. It's still, you can't wait to tell people about it. And before podcasts, I only could tell, like, the people in my house. A couple of handful of friends and the people at school or whatever. But now, 2023 podcast, I can tell all of my male moles, all my listeners. I can tell people I don't even know personally about. It's, it's awesome. But, yeah, that's why I say you can... You might as well call this a trilogy. Um, the last, the, the closing chapter of this trilogy with me and Jill started with the proposal, and then, and then the engagement, and and um, since the last podcast, um, Punky, friend of the show of both our shows and friend of ours. Also has a podcast. Well, it was a special event podcast brought to you by LOL Network, which is Kevin Hart, and it was coinciding with the special Kevin Hart or the Kevin Hart special that was dropping this weekend, and he was shooting in Vegas. And he had some earthquake, and he had Diallo, Diallo from um, Southside, and um. What's the other show? The other show. Anyway. So there's a bunch of performers and Punky and Dicey. Shout out to Dicey. Uh, who's the, the the co-host? But if it's supposed to be a wedding podcast, what would the second person be? Like, I don't know. There's only one wetter. That's not the right word. Anyway, y'all know what I'm talking about. It's only one officiate. um, One wedding official. I'm high. Y'all know I'm high. Melmo. We got to the right word, though. Anyway, but there's both of them on the podcast, so it was great. But I'm I'm, I'm fast forward. I'm I'm going. I don't want to get too ahead of myself. So she hear about the podcast and the opportunity whoever wants to get married live in Las Vegas on her podcast and after we had the engagement I might have mentioned it on the podcast maybe I didn't but she said that she wasn't in a hurry to get married mostly because of the whole charade that go with getting married and a lot of planning that go into all that type of stuff and the families and the, the, the location you know Weddings are a hassle. And so she like, while she wouldn't mind, she ain't in no hurry. And really, if push came to shove, you know, I was like, you know, we can go to Vegas or some shit. She was like, we wouldn't even have to do that. We can just go downtown. So she was very open for a very simple ceremony. I say that to say this. 
after Punky, after she saw Punky's Instagram post where she was announcing this, she said, you want to do it? So, uh, at first, I didn't, I, like, I didn't answer, I didn't say yes immediately because it's still, even though we had literally just got engaged, it was still like a process. I'm like, hold on, dude. I know I said we can go to Vegas and go downtown, but really? I, really? And she said, this is going to be amazing. Like, this is Kevin Hart. If we can be, we going to be in Las Vegas. And I said, you know what? Fuck it. Yes, let's do it. And the kicker, oh, my God. Oh, my God, the kicker. All expenses paid. Now, we did have to get around our own once we got there. Uber and whatnot. But, as far as the plane and the hotel, chef's, chef's fingers kiss. Amazing. The only worst part, well, it wasn't the worst part. I guess the worst part would be that it was only for a day. But other than that, it was all amazing. Oh. Um, Oh man! First of all, I never been to Vegas. She said she went like seven, eight years ago, something like that. But I never been, so it was a big deal to me. You know, when you go somewhere finally that you've been seeing on TV, sort of like coming to LA for the first time. When you go to somewhere that you've been seeing on TV all your life, it's it's not like going to St. Louis or going to Phoenix. This is Vegas, right? So. I'm taking all the pictures, uh, a video, video vlog coming, a vlog coming soon. Um, we did have to drive to the, to the airport, and I, I, I asked her was they picking us up and taking us to the airport. She was like, no, nah, they ain't doing all that. And I'm like, well, shit, they paying for the flight in, in the room, maybe. Kevin Hart was gonna send us a, a Uber, and she was like, no. Turns out they actually were, cause they reimbursed me. For the Uber. Anyway, that was the first part of the Vegas trip. That like the one of the funniest parts of the Vegas trip. We hadn't even got to Vegas. We still in LA, dropping the car off to get on the shuttle to go to the airport. And for whatever reason, the shuttle driver on the airport. I guess he gonna he want to drop everybody off exactly to their plane. So it's not. I guess not whatever reason is that very specific reason but he asking everybody <laughs> what flight what plane they take so you got the one guy he said um, Air Australia you got another a couple people say um, Jet Blue and then it was like four of us six of us that was like Spirit, and then we all looked at each other and started laughing. And I was like, "Shit, it land, it land just like every other plane." And everybody laughed at that. Then that was great, and I was just like, "Damn, they just calling us out on the spot for being on Spirit." But whatever, a free flight is a free flight. So, and it was, and it's, it's Vegas. So I mean. What the fuck? Forty-five minutes? Why does it don't even matter? Like, it don't matter. As long as we get there, it, it, 
You're not gonna fall asleep. You're not even gonna have time to be uncomfortable. You know, it took 45. It took fucking 33 minutes to get to the airport in the car. So what the fuck? So we get there, and then just from the, as soon as we, I'm talking about as soon as we got there, I saw Alonzo morning. I like this is gonna be fun. This is gonna be fun. Uh, Jill started drinking at like 10 in the morning. Um, oh man, it was just great. So my only mistake, I think, but really, I kind of, I kind of planned it. So it really wasn't a mistake. I was just, if I would have just planned a little bit better, just a little bit better, I brought five Meldricks because I said first I was gonna bring ten. But then knowing that we can't take no weed back on the plane and they had drug dogs and everything in Las Vegas airport, a lot different from LA airport, they don't fuck around. So I'm like, no, maybe I shouldn't bring 10 blunts because we ain't, like I say, we ain't even going to be there 24 hours. We're going to get there and leave basically the same night because the flight leave at fucking five in the morning and we ain't gonna get there till we gonna get there about eight so I don't need to bring that much weed so I brought five blunts and of course I smoked all of those by about nine o'clock so I was like shit (laughs) now I know we now now I got a decision to make because I'm not going to sleep no time soon and I ain't got no weed and it's Saturday night in Las Vegas oh okay what? here we go <laughs> so we found a dispensary that was surprisingly right next to the hotel the other side of the hotel because the hotel wasn't just a hotel it was the uh, Hilton World's Resort so that bitch had Two, at least two different hotels in the, in the same building and then it was like a mall in that bitch and then it was a club in that bitch and then it was it was just it was super big so it was like even though it was right outside the hotel you still had to go to the whole opposite end it was still a 15 minute walk because we was on one side and it was on the other side so we get there shout out to um, Thrive dispensary and I've got me a couple grams because I was I was gonna get an eighth just cuz like it just it just makes sense to buy an eighth right but then I'm like it's nine o'clock and that's a challenge to smoke an eighth and well actually it's not because I could just smoke like if I really wanted to and like just smoke two rapper blunts and then the eighth is gone. But I was like, no. I ain't gonna smoke. Actually, the way it, let them tell it, one eighth is a rapper blunt. So, but I wasn't gonna do that. But I was like, I'm just gonna get a couple grams and and make that last. Sure enough, Melmos, you know me, five Meldricks out of two grams. And it was a make. Well, the fifth Meldrick consisted of like roaches from the first four Meldricks plus the little bit of weed that was left over but the bottom line is 
We got we smoked five times out of two grams. That's a true that's true magic type, you know, out of town emergency stretch type action. That was perfect. Um, so, okay, that's the weed situation. In the casino, it's a whole nother situation because it was just it was summer league, motherfucking UFC shit going on. And all this Kevin Hart shit. So between those three three things, it was a beautiful atmosphere. Let's just leave it like that. A beautiful, beautiful atmosphere. Just, ah oh man. Just anything you wanted to see, it was there to see. And so, so that was cool. Uh, multiple NBA players. Uh, I didn't see no... UFC dudes. I don't think. I might have though. Because it was some strong motherfuckers walking around. So yeah, I, maybe they were UFC dudes. Um, and it's Vegas. So you're going to see just motherfuckers, man. So, uh, shout out to Chris Spencer. So I am walking around. Um, just it was, it was just great, man. The hotel room. Shout out, shout out to everybody involved for that, that room. Um, just being there. And the main event, which was the reason we was there, so they got this bar that got a stage called Red Tail, and at this Red Tail bar, they have multiple events. It's not it's not like a Cleveland spot that would just have, you know, a live podcast at from nine to ten thirty, and then that's it. Go back to being a bar. No, that bitch got event staff, so they like they had some shit going on before our shit they had some shit going on after our shit some shit after that some shit after that so it was like jumping so what it was it was um punky's live podcast called love thing where like i said earlier she was gonna marry a couple on the live podcast but i don't know when it's gonna air but either way that shit was dope so they before the actual like um like the, the marriage part they had like a counseling part of the podcast and that was where most of the comedy came in and they wasn't planning on having two comedians like get married they was just they just wanted to have anybody but because we knew per, uh punky personally that that gave us the end plus that made for the best show they could have imagined people was laughing like it was a comedy show and I'm sure when those people came to see a live podcast by a comedian they expected it to be that funny so I imagine if it would have been just two regular people and Punky and Dicey had to just be funny with their banter probably would have been a lot you know less fun for them probably would have felt a lot more like work but because we was up there it was just everybody was just man it was it was really funny entertaining and then we got to the um to the wedding part of it and punky was you know officiated it and we had, we repeated after her and the vows and oh man it was dope and jill started crying and punky started to not cry like trying to hold back cries and people crying in the audience oh it was dope you know and, and then another funny thing 
probably the second funniest as other than uh dude asking us what spirit with what airline we was going to when she got ready to throw the bouquet because they gave her a bouquet um they did not provide us with with her her with a wedding dress or me with like a tuxedo we had to buy our own suit and dress which i didn't mind i needed a suit i needed a suit because it's, it don't make sense that I, at this point in my life, I didn't have a matching suit. Like, I didn't have various jackets, various pants. But to, to buy the same pants and jacket at the same time, I, I literally had not done that until last week. And it looked good. It's blue. Um, I got me a blue watch to go with it. It was nice, man. Nice little suit. Anyway, so she get ready to throw the bouquet, and of course, you know, girls gonna gather. The way they had the setup, I wish I could have had my camera film this or somebody film this shit, because they had the stage and they had like couches. They didn't have regular chairs and tables like a regular comedy club. It was like couches sectioned off and like small, like like you know, three three couch sections to make like little rectangles little rectangular sections so (laughs) most of the girls was gathered behind that first like box you want to call it off the stage before you know so they can catch the bouquet this girl climbed over three couches the three little well, two of those three couches and climbed up on stage and walked up to Jill and said, please, please, can I have, can you just hand me that? Please, can I have it? And then and Jill looked at her, looked at the crowd, and she was like, should I just give it to her or throw it? And then everybody kind of made like that. The way the girl had this look on her face, like, it was like, just... Just give it to her. <laughs> and she kinda she kinda ruined the little whole throwing the bouquet moment, but it made for some interesting story. And um so yeah, so we are, you know, we have been announced to be Mr. and Mrs. Yusuf Ali. And you know, that's all y'all need to know. Y'all need to know my government last name if y'all don't already know it. And don't know that Ali ain't my last name because my father ain't a Muslim. Anyway, um, so after that, now it's you know Mazel Tov or whatever the fuck, and we be in Saturday night in Las Vegas. So what did we do? Went and took a nap. Ain't even gonna lie, man, because the that whole shit started at like. Two something, and we had got up the night before Friday night. The flight was at fucking five forty-five or some shit like that. Something crazy like that. I know we got up at three o'clock in the morning. So we have been up since three, drinking, smoking, and by the time it was three o'clock, three thirty or whatever, the next day. That kicked in. 
<laughs> we both laid it. We both laid down to about six, seven o'clock, which was cool. We needed that with that rest. Actually, I still, I'm still trying to recover because we had to get up at three o'clock again, fucking Sunday or Saturday, whatever the fuck. I still ain't got a complete, not even five good hours of sleep. I'm gonna get it one of these nights. But, um, so yeah, man. I'm just, I guess that's it. I guess it's been long enough uh, on the on the fucking Las Vegas recap. I think I think I told y'all all that the shit I can tell y'all right now. It is Vegas, and what you know what they say: what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. I didn't told y'all a lot of what happened already. So, <laughs> um, yeah. Other than that, um. I don't even want to talk about nothing else. There's enough news and enough shit to talk about to fill out the rest of this hour or whatever. So let's just get right on into that. tonight is we have to tell you also you know like other news that's happening in the area and across the you know the area all right before we get into the news segment of the podcast i just want to remind everybody that this portion of the show is brought to you by sports drink and the good people over at the preserve pot academy they're trying to teach you how to get the most out of that bag lesson number one do not throw those roaches away. Those ain't cigarette butts. I don't know if y'all know this, but it's weed in that. I don't care if it is just one little bud. It's still weed. So, find somewhere to keep them roaches. Use them to fill out future Meldricks. Uh, put two in this one I'm smoking right now. So, that said, let's get into a lot of this news. I have one update. Um, I've talked about people was noticing that the the, the sea creatures was was you know was getting fed up, losing their patience with us. People was just pointing out different incidents. Seemed like a daily incident. 
a lot of it with killer whales and dolphins too, like specifically. And you had some shark shit, a lot of shit. Again, a bear was in the water last week, but um, it happened two more times this week. This time, a shark was trying. You know, when they, I didn't see this. What movie was that? Was it a movie or a Netflix thing? One of the nature shows. Anyway, a shark will kill itself trying to get to some food. And this shark was trying to get through that motherfucking gate. One of them little deep sea diving gates. Because the hole was big as shit. And it's like, how big do the hole need to be? You already down there in the water with the shark. Do you... If I, if I was in that bitch, them, them holes would be about as big as a, a screen door. Got me fucked up down there with them big ass holes. And I, for for sure that sure enough that shark was he was trying to get in there. And he was he looked like I would I break my fin, my side little arm things, whatever the fuck you call them. I break all this shit trying to get in there. If it's gonna if it means I can get a bite out of this motherfucker. This dummy coming down here with these big ass holes in this cage. Uh, he survived though. I think. I think they cut the tape went short, so I don't know what the fuck happened to him. And then they had another shark similar to like how the bear was on the beach, real close to people in shallow water. They got a shark. That was real close to people in shallow water, and motherfuckers was bailing out of that motherfucking water. You had, I mean, you hear one voice talking about some get out of it. It is a shark. It's a shark. Because <laughs> you just don't expect to see that. When you see a whole bunch of people at the beach, you just think you're going to see, you know, you might see one of them little sand crabs. I used to catch them sand crabs and call myself going to take them back to Cleveland when we was in Pensacola motherfuckers to die and stink up the whole car rotten fish in Florida sun oh that was what was I thinking and every time it wasn't just me either not to clarify my mama too that was her idea she wanted to catch these crabs just as bad as I did catch these crabs that sound wild but anyway so it was a shark in shallow water. I don't think it bit nobody, but just another example, man. Stay out this fucking water, man. Don't y'all got a hose? Do they still do they still make slipping slides? I don't even think the generation even ever even seen a slipping slide. Speaking of, uh, it got nothing to do with animals, but it do a lot with slipping slides. Some do slid down head first one of them amusement park water slides and it was it wasn't no twisty one it was a regular one just you know like a wide 10 lane joint like a 10 lane slip and slide and everybody else in the park probably ever most likely because it's probably a sign that say please go down feet first which it shouldn't be. It should. Nobody had to tell you to go down feet first. It's not a real slip and slide. Like if you want to go head first down a, a, you know, a ten foot slip and slide, knock yourself out. Which is the worst thing you can do, literally. 
legit the worst thing you can do. But this motherfucker want to go for head first down like a 40 foot motherfucking slip and slide. And of course he built up too much speed and he, uh, I'm assuming broke his neck or bust his head under that water but it's no blood but it's him and he come up slow and knocked out and they say he died which is I get it I'm gonna be the first person to go down this motherfucking water slide head first and the last so he accomplished something on the bright side a little silver lining in there do um Try to dish out some vigilante justice to a, a, a purse snatcher, and I do like applaud his effort because he 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 tried to run him over three times, but then he missed time that fourth time. That fourth time he was gonna fuck him up, but he missed time. How long it was gonna take, dude, to get that motorcycle, or scooter, dirt bike, whatever the fuck he was riding on? back on two wheels and he got the fuck out of there but dude chased him in reverse on some Jason Statham shit again that tape cut short but if he if he if he caught him you know in one of them in and out driveways well no no that's, that's advantage that's advantage motorcycle dude as a matter of fact, just driving backwards that fast, while impressive, especially if your name is not Bo or Luke Duke, but it ain't gonna get you that far. It's eventually traffic gonna come, plus dudes on a motorcycle, and you in a truck, driving backwards. So, I mean, and then to go through all that for some old lady's purse, and that look like very poor area that very poor looking country unless you know her personally and that was on some principal shit you was gonna doing all that over like 74 pesos alright man hero speaking of Duke as a hazard um, I seen a dude he was almost like he was a Luke Duke or a Bo Luke or whatever the fuck a Duke and they got that sheriff like the I can't think of his name, but I can picture him like a, a fat, round guy. Anyway, this dude was running from his local sheriff and jumped in the back of a pickup. He was like literally running on foot, and then he jumped in the back of a pickup truck at the like he ran in traffic. And whoever was taping and the people around, they laughing and ah, oh, go 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 go. And he appeared to get away, but it was like one of those watch to the end type wait for it videos. And as he, people crowd and cheering and yay, go, go, go. You see the helicopter. You're not running that helicopter. And, you know, whoever driving the truck, I don't know if you know him or not. But it was, it's probably funny at the time. Like, oh, shit. Fuck it, I'm going to go, 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 I'm going to go. Until you fucking accomplice and fucking charge with, you know, assisting a fucking fugitive and all this type of shit is real real funny then real funny until they fucking knocking on your door however the fuck they arrest people after the fact I don't know I never I never got arrested after the fact if they come to your house to arrest you 
and you just think you're chilling, yeah, you, yeah, you definitely going to jail. You're going to jail bad. Saw another dude get his gun took, like not, not in a, you know, actually it was two, it was a series of, of, of this week of videos of people getting their guns taken away from, um, stronger, bigger, older, smarter, more alpha type males, and, um, on the one, in the one, he, I guess he was trying to rob him, or, I don't know what he was trying to do, but when he got his gun took, plan B was retreat on some, on some <laughs> star screen shit, uh, which is smart, because if your only plan was to rob somebody with said gun, and then said gun gets turned on you, that's it, that's it, you, you are a terrible event planner, um, and the second dude, it was like, it was like some tough love type shit, the dude took, took the, the young dude's gun, the older dude took the younger dude's gun, and he telling him, man, you don't even know what you're doing with this gun, you're gonna fucking kill you, the dude, like, give my fucking gun back, or I'm a, what you gonna do, that's the thing, that's the point, once you got no gun to threaten nobody with, you become worthless, useless, so, I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask you again if you don't give my gun back. That's, that's really all I can do is ask. I can ask nicely. I can ask aggressively, but I really can't do nothing more than ask because I can't whoop you, and um, I don't have a gun. Um, this is awesome world news shit. I haven't really reported it because Melmos, you know, I don't care about world event news, but. This was just interesting because just some of the optics uh, over in Paris, they've been protesting for like at least the last two two episodes. I've been noticing this. Maybe a little longer. They are fucking shit up about the police uh, killing somebody because I think, I think that's one of them cities, them foreign cities that don't really have guns. The, the cops don't carry guns or some shit like that. So, you fucking around and kill somebody. If a cop fucking around and kill somebody over there, he had to put in some effort. So, so I imagine that's why everybody's so mad over there. So like these motherfuckers, I saw one video. They didn't let zoo animals out. Like so, it was hippopotamuses and lions and tigers and bears. I guess you have to say bears if you say lions and tigers. You can't, you can't say lions and tigers and then like stop or say lions and tigers and giraffes or you have to say bears even if it wasn't no bears but anyway I think it I think it was legit bears and that's a hell of a protest tactic we want to loot and shit how about freeing animals when you mad about somebody's incarceration that is a brilliant counter protest um so that's that's heating up and then I saw another video. Now, this is a first. I ain't never seen this in America or in the 60s or at any time. But they had a Down Syndrome kid getting this shit beat out of by a French cop. And as tragic as that is, it's progression. It's, it's showing that in 2023, yes, you... Yeah, you can you protesting like everybody else, right? So you don't need no special ass whooping, you know, anti ass whooping treatment like everybody else. 
to him. They whooped his ass. His his screams sounded different. All right, now I'm stop, 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 stop. Um, this was tragic. As, as we, if we're gonna keep the tragic shit going, uh, co-workers go after to the bar after work like co-workers do to have a couple drinks. You know, winding down, got off work. This this is some bullshit. Let's go. Let's go drink away the misery or even if you love your job let's go celebrate we closed a big deal however the fact they went to get drinks after work and as they were driving home the one the lady looked over and noticed that you know I don't really like the way he driving this don't I don't know if this gonna turn out so good you know what let me out I just I get a Uber or a cab I ain't gonna judge you or nothing Cause I'm drunk too, but just let me out. And he's like, all right. And then as soon as she starts to walking, he pulled off from letting her out and somehow run her over and killed her. So drunk driving led to drunk decisions, which led to a dead motherfucker. And that's fucked up to think you're doing the right thing by not riding with a drunk driver and then getting killed by the same drunk driver only way only thing I can think of is like what compares to that situation is people that shoot in the air because they think that's harmless and then the bullet come down and hit them <laughs> that don't happen often but if that that's a similar ain't this a bullshit motherfucker bitch situation damn rest in peace to that lady um, and also to throw it in there, that's why I smoke after work. If I hit, if I do hit somebody, it's gonna be real slow, like real slow. But for me, I don't know about the rest of my male modes. I hope this can apply to most people. But that weed make me sharp. It make me. I I'm extra attentive when I'm out, mostly because I'm looking for police. But otherwise, yeah. You know, people that's high stop too long. It's not not stopping. We don't run lights. We hold them up. Uh, that was tragic. Uh, either way, um, this ain't really news. It's just more of a reminder that um, meth is real. That the, the meth addicts are still rampant. Uh, it's never going nowhere. Uh, Called a meth addict lady. With some meth on her. And also a baby raccoon. Which I think that was more of a crime. They used to the meth. And not used to motherfuckers carrying baby raccoons around. So if anything, she going to jail till they figure out if that's a crime or not. You're going to be at least in the holding for 72 hours till we figure out is this wrong. But they can't be right. After this 72 hours, we're going to feel justified and vindicated. You having a baby raccoon in your book? What the fuck? You just what you gonna throw? You gonna throw it at somebody? You just walking around with mobile rabies? Fuck out of here! One neighbor speaking of raccoon type shit. <laughs> One neighbor had caught his neighbor breaking into his house. You know, like raccoons do. 
And um, he caught him on camera. So he ain't say nothing. He ain't say nothing. Not that first time. He kind of set up a trap. And was like, when I catch him again, I'm going to beat the fuck out of him. Which would have been rightfully so. Had not. He fashioned a mace. Or no, that's not a mace. Mace is the chain on the stick with the spike ball. He had a some other medieval weaponry weaponry he, he, he made. He, they say he made a spiked bat wrapped in barbed wire. So unless he had one or all of these materials laying around, he was determined. That's some determination if you gotta go buy all that shit. It's one thing to already have it and like, oh, you know what? I got I got nails. I got that strip of strip of barbed wire from that last project. Um, definitely for sure got a bat. If I don't got a bat, I got a, something. I'm gonna beat the fuck out this dude. But if he like went and like ordered the shit or went and got it and picked it up, had the YouTube and learned how to that's some effort, and he chased this dude. Up. Sure enough, the neighbor broke in, and he chased him and beat the shit out of him. So he going to jail. Mostly, I imagine, because you can't chase a burglar out of your house. It's one thing to beat the motherfucker when they in your house. I'm pretty sure he would have beat that, even with the makeshift, you know, rigged up malice or whatever, <laughs> whatever the fuck that is, that shit is called. But now, nah, once he chased dude with it, now you the aggressor. Now you now that's assault. Damn. But they gonna know not to fuck with him in jail. Cause he can make all that shit. He gonna ain't no telling what he can make with like all like all kinds of time on his hands. He made it sound like he made that that spike bat shit in like a week after work. Now he gonna have all day to make weaponry. Y'all might not even want this guy in jail. Uh, speaking of jail, this is kind of worldwide news, but I just wanted to put just a little bit, a real quick little bit of light on it. The um, the Uvalde shooter, that shit, that when that happened in Texas, and they were saying that the cops were scared to go in there. And that's how a lot of people got shot that wouldn't have got shot had those cops went in there, which is arguable. But what is not arguable and apparently not a criminal offense is not going in there because you're scared and you got a small gun. Because that's basically that's all that was. That's how he, I'm pretty sure that's how he beat the case. That's all a lawyer needed to say. Um, prosecutor, why didn't you go in there and and stop that shooter with those two M16s, AR15s, whatever the fuck he had. Because all I had was a 38 and a pump shotgun. Fair enough. And yeah. <laughs> rest my case, your honor. So like, you know, he beat that shit. Um Dude, another dude tried to kidnap a, a, a girl. He knew already. They say he, he had been talking to this girl, watching her, and he finally made his move. While she was at camp, he went to go pick her up from camp. Like he was picking her up, and of course she 
fought the whole way, escaped, got out, ran back to the camp. I'm like, what the fuck? Called the police. This dude just tried to take me, like, kidnap me on some, you know, on some sex slave shit, whatever the fuck he was thinking. They said, cool, we're going to call the police. We got this motherfucker. You, you safe. Let's call the police. We got it. We know who, exactly who he is. We know where he lives. This, this will be a breeze. By the time the police get there, this motherfucker, the police are already there because he didn't set the house on fire. So the police, ambulance, everybody there. They're like, this dude that just tried to kidnap? Yeah, well, if y'all can put this motherfucker out, then if he didn't burn all his skin off his wrist, we arresting the fuck out this motherfucker. I didn't seen them arrest people after they shot him eight, nine times and still put handcuffs on him. So I wouldn't be surprised if they haul this smoky charbro motherfucker in the back of a car. Piece of shit. Fuck him. Okay, let's lighten it up a little bit. All this death and murder. One dude got arrested. Because not once, not twice. I imagine not even three or four times. This motherfucker keep coming to the same restaurant. Like, lingering around. Maybe even going in there fucking with people every now and then. And throwing Skittles at him. Maybe the first time he did it for a TikTok video. It was funny. I imagine that was what happened. He did it for a TikTok video. Got a good response. Did a, a second time for another TikTok. He started a whole hashtag. Hashtag um, Skittle Strike. Some shit like that. And now he just throwing motherfucking Skittles at people for likes. And then they just finally shut that shit down. Which I get it because it's not, it's, not, it's not harmful. It's just annoying. And if you could arrest a motherfucker for being annoying. First of all, I have all you Bel Air Academy, Jackie Moon, Bobby Boucher, G-Baby, Jersey wearing motherfuckers put in jail. Number one. I don't know why that's, that's just, it's so corny. And the corny annoys me. And I know I'm not the, you know, I don't make the rules of cool. But that shit is corny. I think we can all... Object- objectively come to the conclusion that that shit is corny. Um, but yeah, I guess you can't arrest nobody for being annoying. At least without no like physical evidence of their annoyance. And the last thing, um, this is probably gonna be world news, like super major big news, but you might hear it here first. Um, transgender one Miss Netherlands, so she won that portion that leg of the contest now she moved on to end up being Miss Universe at some point and again super progressive 2023 type shit but can you imagine how mad now there's one thing for these girl swimmers girl basketball players girl anything athletic right because that's based on endurance and strength and you already know you you kind of facing an uphill battle because that's really a dude. But, you know, they, you, they identify and now it's this and now you got to be politically correct and fucking and you got to race them anyway and, and lose. But a beauty pageant? You let a dude out beauty you in a beauty pageant? 
you might deserve that. I mean, you probably super extra salty. Like, how did I lose? But that takes some effort. So if you thought the women was mad about, you know, trying to get them to get their own sports leagues, if this happened two, three more times, <laughs> they're going to be like, hey, look, look. Y'all need y'all own shit, man, because y'all can't be coming here fucking our shit up, too. Like, you ain't about to look better than me in no beauty pageant. Fuck that. But he did. He advanced. <laughs> he advanced dick in his pants. But <laughs> uh, that inappropriate joke. Let's get into some other shit. spirit of summer league and me seeing Alonzo morning twice uh this week on that time i'm talking about with my homeboy i'm, I'm gonna save his name because he's still on facebook and socials and shit but with my homeboy and i say that loosely because it wasn't like we hung out we played basketball all the time that's about it but um he got his head bust by a dude like with a half empty 40 half full, however you want to look at it, and um, he had on Alonzo Morning jersey, and every time I see Alonzo Morning or think of Alonzo Morning's jersey, I think of two things, him getting his head bust, and the time that somebody from the Alonzo Morning Foundation retweeted me when I compared Tristan Thompson to him, that's it. But that, that head busting would never leave my mind. Because he, he lulled him into it. It wasn't just a, like ran up on him and hit him. They was fighting and he hit him. No, it was like some. It was like when you reach your hand out to handshake somebody. And then you pull them and slam them and kick them and all that. Like, like it went from real cool to god damn. Because they was like talking and face to face, quiet, calm, cool. The other dude had to. The, 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 the smasher had the bottle and he was just drinking out of it normally and all of a sudden the conversation turned from man to man to smasher and smashy and bleeding all over that jersey and it was wet from beer yep that time dude had his head bust wearing that Alonzo Morning jersey This week on Puddle Tracks, Marvin and the crew trying to get his employees to vote. Marvin, 
was telling us that they was trying to do a little, you know, voter turnout thing at the strip club. So, like, so they was telling people free lap dance if you come up there with your I voted sticker, which is cool. But then the people who did mail-in ballots, like, what we get? We don't, we didn't get a sticker. And then, so that did kind of cause a little a issue in the whole promotion. So then the owners just scrapped the free lap dance a sticker and just said, you know, all y'all titties can just be out for election day. And then that kind of worked out for everybody. We made it to the end of another episode. I hope I didn't keep y'all too long. I hope you enjoyed every second of it. Hope you laughed. Hope you learned. Um, if you cried, uh, my bad. Oh, except for Emily. Shout out to Emily. And what's your beef pot? Uh, crying after uh, engagement proposal recap. Well, other than that, my bad. I made you cry. Wasn't the intention. Shout out to her, whoever told y'all about it. First time listeners. Have you heard about me? Thank you. Uh, and to my regulars, uh, thank you for your continued support. Hopefully these first-timers can become regular male moles. We need y'all to keep spreading the word, tweeting, re- retweeting, threading, um, all that shit. Facebook, the other one, just all that shit. Um, and yeah, I'm going to let y'all get out of here, but you know. You know, before I let y'all do, it's just one more thing. Man, not that I want to be or not that I'm, you know, jealous or nothing like that. But I'm just going to say this, man. In 2023, on social media, the disabled is killing it. They are these, look like, they, these odd-shaped, these, uh, like, like uh, big super big head little body Timmy from South Park type people like like uh, it's a super 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 duper like tiny people to people uh, people with mismatched arms and legs and just any type of oddity it's, it's almost like 
It's like some, like some freak show shit. Like some, for lack of a better term, like, because the same thing that fl- made people flock to these freak shows back in the 1910s and 20s and 30s and even in the 80s. Because I went to one in the 80s on the side of in West Virginia. So it was like, they are, you know, interesting and, and command attention and you, you just can't help but see what's going on, want to know what's going on with them and how they do normal shit that me and you do. Like, how do you open the door with, like, hands that come out your shoulders like just little shit like that so we just fascinated by them and it's just now that they on tiktok and everything it's no wonder they get the most views when they do a little dance or you know what i mean so i'm happy for them man they 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 come it's coming back around it took about 56 years for the freaks to get they come up and but they are and i say freaks i say that with love man because that's the name of the movie too but um, shout out to all the people on TikTok killing it with like no feet and all this type of shit. Um, other than that, man, I think this that was good enough. Uh, we wrapping up the trilogy of all the episodes. Um, I mean, of the engagement proposal and trip to Vegas. So it was great. Uh, we had we had Jill guest last week. That was awesome. And now, conclusion. I don't even know if that's how you say that. But um, before I let y'all get out of here all the way, you know, I just got to remind y'all, hit y'all with some some daily uh, reminders, some what about these, some remember these, some let me say these every day or every now and then. Let me use these to my advantage when I need to. Um, but just some shit to help you get through the day, the week, the next 10 minutes. You never know. Um, but number one, Please count your blessings. I'm telling you, I have to do this a lot, especially when like some bullshit happens and some, some unfortunate shit happens. You be like, man, I need this, this, that, and this. But at least I got this, this, that, that, and this. That's counting your blessings. That's that's basically what that is. Uh, number two, do unto others. Please treat people the way you want to be treated. Very simple, very easy thing to do. You, you got to believe that the whole world wants to pe- treat people like they want to be treated. So just start with you, man. Just make another motherfucker's day a little bit easier. It might come around to you quicker than you think. Um, number three, the serenity prayer. That's a good one to use, to utilize when shit's going at you too fast from every angle every direction you don't know what to do you don't know what to, what project to tackle first you don't even know if it's worth doing nothing you don't know what the fuck take a deep breath you surrender prayer um number four this was a good one i had to imply today don't take shit personal like motherfuckers just at work motherfuckers just doing their job with this and that it's, it, it might not be how they feel about you, man. You don't know what type of text a motherfucker just read, what phone call he just got off of. You know, dicks ain't getting hard, pussy ain't getting wet, assholes too loose. So let these people live and give them some grace, man. Um, the Steve Jobs thing, I like to remind everybody that Steve Jobs said, and I, and I quote, well, not quite quote, but... Do what the fuck you got to do. Don't worry about what another motherfucker think you got to do because they don't live your life. You live your life. Fuck everybody else's thoughts and opinions on your shit. Something like that. See, John. 
Um, and lastly, get out, man. Smoke some little blunts that go fast and hit hard. We call it Meldrix because at the beginning of this podcast, way back smack dab in the pandemic, it, everybody was doing everything by themselves, especially smoking. So we were smoking by ourselves. But now, fast forward a few years, and it's like Pimp C said, 94. I ain't smoked with a hater since 94. We say that in 96. And currency say I don't smoke with haters anymore. And I say, make sure you pass it to a loved one if you're going to pass it. We still smoking by ourselves. But, um, yeah. With that, be safe. Be careful. I promise you it was a new QBP on the way I just had. You know, got backed up a little bit. And, um, go Browns and we out. Yeah.